Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Las Vegas for the last time in 2018. Today you'll hear a very special Your Vegas Insider segment with Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. In fact, it's so special that you'll hear it first up as Scott shares a secret that most folks are not aware of, a big feud among one of the most popular acts in Las Vegas. Next, you'll meet a great jazz vocalist that's done it all. Her name is Lisa Gay, and she has some wonderful stories to share about her career and also some talk about her latest passion, the legacy of Liberace in Las Vegas. And you'll hear from our regulars, Eddie O, the wine guy, talking about what to drink on New Year's Eve, and he might surprise you. On luxury living Vegas style, Gady Madrano of Flipping Vegas discusses what it takes to make it as a realtor. And Brett Mealy of Pawn Stars discusses how to choose a gallery when you decide to purchase fine art. No, this is not National Enquirer, but we do have a scoop that you will only hear here. And it's fascinating, and it involves Las Vegas, of course, Donnie and Marie. So, Scott, with that... Donnie and Marie are not the happy, of course, they're not a couple. We know brother and sister, but there's always been this image like they get along to the point where it's almost sickeningly sweet. That isn't the case, so t- t- I was fascinated. Tell, tell us, please. Well, it is not well known, and it's, I think that's because it's a little sad, and I don't think people really want to know. Um, but Donnie and Marie have, for a number of years, had a serious, serious feud going on. Uh, so it is evidenced in a lot of different ways. A lot of people think that it happened uh, as a result of her show, uh, a TV show being canceled, but apparently she lashed out at Donnie. Uh, there were some business dealings that also soured the relationship. If you go to their show, it's called the Donnie Marie Show, with an ampersand, you would think that it's a joint performance because people have these memories of these young, smiley, Mormon, you know, like just happy people. Yes, the TV show. But ultimately in their show, they maybe perform three songs together. And that is the reality of the the rift between them. Uh, They have to do a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. That's required. But for the most part, they perform their own songs separately. Um, It's also evidenced in their meet and greets. Uh, you pay a premium to actually meet Donnie and Marie. You cannot have a photo with Donnie and Marie. You can have a photo with Marie. You can have a photo with Donnie. You can't have a photo with both. So it's this kind of, um, you know, obviously it's not to the benefit of the hotel to have this publicized. It's not really uh, to to their benefit to have this publicized, but it's a, a long acknowledged uh, rumor that they really do not get along. They rarely, rarely speak uh, when they're not on stage. Uh, they they communicate through their representatives. They do 
you know, quite a few photo ops. They'll do TV appearances, but beyond that, they, they have no real interaction. Kind of sad. Uh, they're, um, you know, that for the longest time, they've been kind of like they are America's sweethearts. And uh, a lot of people still view them that way, even though they're in their 50s, possibly uh, later. Uh, but it's, uh, it's an interesting aspect of Vegas. They generate so much money from this show. There's no way they can stop, even though they've announced they will uh, end their residency. It, they have both said separately that it just it pays to keep the machine going, and so they're going to do it as long as they can do it. But uh, on stage, it's very pleasing to see them entertain. Donnie, very affable fellow. She sings. Uh, lately, she's added some operatic elements to the show. But they're. it's best to think of them as individual performers who occasionally and rarely perform together. Well, and I think what's interesting for people is we're not saying don't go see the show, and I know a lot of people that have gone really enjoy it, but it has to be fascinating now knowing that when you watch it, you say you can really see it once you understand that. Yep. If you know that background, I love the show. It's funny. Uh, Donnie's sense of humor is very self-deprecating. One of the best things about the show is how they go after each other. They, they kind of poke at each other. It's sibling rivalry. Um, and I don't know that it ruins the show knowing that those barbs are real. Like that animosity is actually real between them. And uh, some of their comments are kind of biting and they're hysterical. Uh, but once you know the background, it, it really changes the way you see the show. And once you're watching for, hey, how often are Donnie and Marie actually performing together? It really changes your view of the show. And you kind of understand it's still enjoyable, still funny. Uh, they're, they're, he is generally likable. <laughs> I have a different opinion about her uh, just because she's she seems to be the impetus for some of the animosity between them. Uh, she's very a lot more controlling as well. Um, she is uh, she's she absolutely will not let anyone take her photo without it being worked over by a Photoshop artist. She has a person who does Photoshop for her. Uh, yeah, that's sort of fascinating because I think a lot of people that know her know her from these Nutrisystem ads. And, you know, she looks great, you know particularly when you realize you know she's been around a little bit and so forth and i still i think it's just funny that you know we learn these little things and uh and yet they, they can come on with a completely different personality and nobody would know that. It's true. And I don't know that it, you know, it, I don't think it enhances one's enjoyment of the entertainment value. So I don't tend to talk about it a lot. I did a story on my blog uh, some time ago and it comes up as the search result for Donnie and Marie feud. And it's been substantiated in other publications as well following that, but um, kind of, Kind of sad a little bit, but uh, I, th I think it's fun to kind of look behind the scenes and learn about, you know, these are human beings. Uh, sibling rival rivalry is always going to be a thing. It always has been. Uh, so I say go, enjoy the jokes, enjoy the music. Donnie has legitimate hits uh, that he has had on his own, and they both are very uh, talented entertainers and have been on the scene for years and years and years. Very successful show here in Vegas. So I say go and have fun, and don't get freaked out that they don't really like each other that much. Well, and this isn't the first time we've seen that. I mean, Sonny and Cher, when Sonny was still alive, of course, they had their issues. Ike and Tina Turner had some really bad issues. And, uh, you know, so I guess it's one of those things, you know, not everybody's like Steve and Edie, where they generally on and off 
really seem to enjoy themselves. Yeah, I think they, and Donnie Maria especially have, they understand the value of the perception of them being, you know, that that pair of, uh, there's a sweetness there, especially because they, you know, the Osmonds were this kind of an American icon of togetherness and family. And uh, I, I, uh, for better or worse, it is a kind of a fabrication. Uh, so does it does it ruin your enjoyment of the show? I don't think it has to, but there's just there's a reality check that that I think is beneficial and realizing that's not that's not the reality. I mean they are they are intertwined because of the financial benefits to each of them um, and they've they've gone off and pursued their own things but uh, in terms of the Vegas aspect of it and the Vegas show it is a money maker for them and they um, they make a lot of money for both the uh, Flamingo and for themselves so um, I don't know that's kind of a buzzkill in a way the the Donnie and Marie buzzkill but I think it's worth knowing, and uh, for me, it's fun because uh, not a lot of people know it, so I get to say it's it's an exclusive. Make sure to check out Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, every day for updates on the ever-changing news of Las Vegas. If you're like me, you're probably thinking about buying champagne to celebrate New Year's Eve, but it turns out Eddie O, America's first master sommelier, has some other ideas. New Year's, okay? Everybody thinks champagne. What are your thoughts for New Year's Eve ringing in the new year? Yeah, everybody thinks champagne and New Year's, and uh, I'll tell you what I think about that. Um, you should definitely use sparkling wine because that's what people expect. Uh, I don't really recommend that you use champagne. Champagne meaning the real stuff from Champagne, the town in France. Why? It's very expensive. That's okay, except that most people at New Year's are going ballistic at the, by the time they crack the bottle, and everybody's hooting and hollering and maybe shaking it, spilling it around. So you want to drink stuff that's $20 or less, you know, maybe even 10 So what do you get? You get from Spain, you get something called Cava, C-A-V-A. From Italy, you've got Prosecco. Uh, from, from Germany, you've got something called Zect, S-E-K-T. From Italy, you've got Franciacorta. What I'm just saying is you go to your, your store, and have, a, have a, a, a goal for yourself. I'm not spending more than $22 on a bottle of sparkling wine because people are just in a celebratory feeling, but they're not tasting, they're drinking. So don't open an expensive wine at midnight. You're crazy. Eddie O will be back again next week with a look at how you can become a sommelier and then some. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. Hi folks, it's the holiday season with hope in the air. Things to look forward to and no time for despair. Health can be a challenge and so can the mail. So Get the Tea wants to help you by giving you a sale. Buy two months of Super Tea and get one month for free. No limit. That's buy two months of Super Tea and get one month free. That's a savings of 35 bucks. Where? GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Scroll down on the front page and find the buy two, get one free ad click it and save orders over a hundred dollars get free shipping send the gift of life
change tea at getthetea.com. We have many, many non-GMO organic supplements just waiting for you. This holiday season, enjoy health and Thanksgiving with getthetea.com. Want to call us? 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Getthetea.com is a proud sponsor of Doing What's Right. That's getthetea.com. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. On the surface, some films don't appear to have much of a story. We gain our satisfaction from characters on a journey. And slice-of-life films can soar simply by an artful observance of one encapsulated element of the human condition. Gloria tells the story of a middle-aged Chilean woman who finds herself essentially alone. She was married once, but her husband has broken through the fence. She has kids, but was strong enough to let them move on with their own lives. Now she faces the world bravely, seeking companionship and fun. She finds, however, that those interested in her are weighed down by the detritus of life. Gloria puts herself out there. She doesn't shy away from any adventure life may have to offer. She refuses to accept that her days of joy are over. They will not be. If there is pain in trying, so be it. We could observe her life and wince at the million hurts that light piles on and wonder, is there a point? But then we observe Gloria dancing, awkwardly, alone, giving wings to her spirit, caring little for the judgment of others, and suddenly we realize, what we have here is a story of victory, and a lesson for us all. Gloria. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. When you visit Las Vegas, you know there are great acts, depending on what you like. If you like rock, if you like country, if you like jazz, I have got a cool place to hang out. It's the Dispensary Jazz Lounge over on Tropicana and Eastern. Saturday night starts at 10 o'clock. 
close to two, maybe three, maybe four. And one of the great voices you're going to hear there is Lisa Gay, who's with us today. One of the really fantastic jazz stars that live here in Las Vegas. It's just one of those things you got to come out and see when you when you're here. It's just a and she's got every she's done everything. So I want to talk to her about all this. She's been around for a while, singing the great. Great stuff. And Lisa, first of all, let's start with your album that's just out now, a Christmas album called Favorite Things, and it's a great collection. What what got you to put this thing together? I mean, there's just some great songs there, and you brought all the best with you. Well, you know, my husband, uh, Tony Drake, guitarist Tony Drake, who has uh, 54 years in the music business and has recorded so many hits and things, that's, he's his own story. He's his own interview. But... Myself, him, and also Greg Cook. Greg Cook and uh, 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 our musical director at that time, and also Mark Cargill, our concert violinist and jazz violinist and producer director. He uh, said it would be so cool. We just kind of, you know, sat back, you know, had a cup of coffee and said, let's do Christmas, but let's do Christmas with a twist. Let's do Christmas so that you could actually listen to it all year long, if that's what you wanted to, right. because it wasn't the typical. We didn't want it to be like the typical, typical. We wanted to have a, a little bit of a little bit of soul to it, because we're also classic soul as well. As the line used to say, like Tony used to say when he and David T. Walker were asked the question, "Oh, you guys are great jazz players," and they said, "No, we're." We're, we're R&B players. We just know how to play jazz. It was always the answer. So well, and and we your did. music blends jazz and the classic mm-hmm. soul, the great mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Has that been just kind of fun? I mean, you strike me as somebody who loves this and gets into it and can do almost anything. You'll take, you'll take a challenge. Well, you know, coming from Los Angeles, I was born and raised in Los Angeles. And, of course, Los Angeles was such a uh, ebb because of all the uh, record companies. And, and, of course, Tony was with A&M, and I would, later on was with A&M as well as a studio background singer with them. But it even dated back, going back to my parents' time, uh, Central Avenue, Central Avenue where the jazz and everything else was the top, 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 because, of course, segregation was in full play, even in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, you even had your Shriners and your Eastern Stars and all the rest of that. But even when Count Basie, his band or Duke Ellington, it doesn't matter who would come, there would be no place to stay. So they eventually had uh, places like the Club Alabama and the Club Dunbar, or if you will, Hotel Dunbar is where all the musicians stayed. So it could be like on a Saturday night and you could have Lena Horne and you could have uh, um, 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 uh, any of the greats from Ella, Sarah, all of them, even Billie Holiday, to actually walk in and they would just sit down in chairs and they would take turns singing. And oh, my mother, who was great. going to UCLA at that time, would sit up with my soon-to-be, her husband, eventually my dad, and they would actually go and, and, and listen to all of that. Well, you have been compared to Ella Fitzgerald, which is one of my all-time favorite singers. It's just incredible. And Sarah Vaughn. And it makes sense to me because what, what you're saying is it's kind of what you grew up with and be able to sit there and just drink all that in. I mean, exactly. What, what kind of... What better education can you have? Exactly. And you see, and after the war, all of that came over into the West Side when everybody started moving to the West Side. So your places like the Memory Lanes and uh, your uh, Pipe Pipers, where little Esther Phillips used to do uh, her live recordings all the time. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, the Parisian Room, which was up on Washington and La Brea. And you, anytime you could go and see Nancy Wilson 
or Etta James, who Tony also yeah. re recorded and played with, and uh, 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 Joe Williams, who we actually, when I had my girl group, actually opened for, wow. which was really kind of crazy. But, you know, we were on a caravan, and they said, well, do you want these three girls? To he said, absolutely. And he came down, sat right in front of us, and crossed his legs and followed right along with us. But all the greats always played in the city. It's so you fantastic. can see them any other time. Yeah. We had all these places beside uh, Hollywood, which you had the Troubadour and the Roxy and all that other stuff that came on later on. And we had clubs up and down. So six nights a week, you could see anybody. And most of the bands back there were either seven to ten pieces now in you, the clubs. Wow. Now, you did actually like backup singing, didn't you, and uh, jingles and all that kind of thing? Yes, I did. I did do that. And that was coming out. You know, I have a background coming out of uh, when we talk about choir and madrigals yeah. and concert choir and all the rest of that. So um, in coming along and coming on board to different sessions and different things like that, eventually, to make a, a long story short, um, I met uh, Betty T., who was uh, um, uh, a partner with Richard T., and Richard T., of course, is one of the greatest... Um, well, let's put it this way. He made the Fender Rhodes. They have Fender Rhodes patches behind Richard T. from New York out of the Stuff Band. And, of course, the Stuff Band then was with Richie and Steve Gadd and Cornell Dupree and Eric Gale and, you know, Gordon. It just, it just kind of just moved and grooved right along, you know. So um, moving, and grooving from, moving and grooving from all of that, it just was... And it, 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 it was so enriching, but I got into the mix. So eventually I started doing background at AM Records, and my first one was with uh, Chuck uh, Rainey, bassist oh. Chuck Rainey, and it was a hand-clapping session. It was called the Chuck Rainey Coalition at AM Records. I was over the moon. Oh, wow. I got to the <laughs> session first with my car. I said, here I am, here I am, here I am. From that point on, that's when I moved and grooved along. You'll hear more from Lisa Gay in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Katie Madrano, star of Flipping Vegas, which is seen on the DIY Network. Check your local listings. So if somebody wants to uh, get a real estate license now, what kind of things are you looking for? Because it's not for everybody. I mean, people sit there and see what you do. They go, oh, she's making all this money. It's a lot more work and it takes a lot more time than what they think. So is that something, like before they decide they want to jump into this, what sort of things should they check off their list? Well, it's not for everybody, and it's one of those things that it is easy to, or in my opinion, it is rather easy to get a license. However, the percentage of people that are active, working, successful agents that their license drops after the first two years, that number, that percentage is... I believe last time I checked is over half. So that's, that should tell you the level of difficulty with, in terms of being able to get your license and being able to maintain a successful business. So keep that in mind because maintaining a successful real estate business is not, <laughs> is not it, don't think because you can get your license easily that that, that, that that correlates into a successful real estate business, it doesn't. So a lot of people just aren't successful um, and it drops in the in the first two years so those numbers are, are still accurate and they've never really changed but what I would tell you is make sure your 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 motivation is is in line make sure you you talk to mentors make sure you have support and this is don't take it lightly some people see it as it's just a transactional type of situation but a home is about for what is it, 78% of Americans, it's the biggest purchase they're ever gonna make, ever. So 
you have to treat it as such and treating it casually will one potentially get you in trouble <laughs> you know and two if you treat it casually you just won't ever have a successful business you can find out more about Gady at gatyrealestate.com that's spelled g a d y more with Lisa Gay in just a few moments you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manji coast to coast on the Biz Talk Radio network Two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! had gotten free at the five and was all alone in the end zone two yards in. That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. 
Because nothing says I'm a catch more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Lisa Gay, longtime jazz legend that can be heard Saturdays at the Dispensary Jazz Club in Las Vegas. And A&M Records is a big deal. I mean, it was particularly back in the day. And then I see, you know, you hit the road and to give an idea of some of your versatility. You went out with Marilyn McCoo and... Uh, Billy Davis, who came from uh, the Fifth Dimension, of course, kind of smooth soul. Yes. Then you turn around and do Joe Cocker, which I love. But how do you do that? Oh, <laughs> Tell it's, me. You know what? Because because especially in Los Angeles and my parents, I have to put them down too and in, into this definitely is because we were brought up with all kinds of music. I played cello for I played cello for four years in yeah. elementary school and guitar and ukulele and also singing and bells and all because that's what we did. I mean, the arts, which of course is a, is not what it used to be now, but yeah. but the arts were so heavy and. And especially, uh, you know, coming up in the Crenshaw District back when I yeah. came, everybody was doing something. But do you think mm-hmm. we miss that really in, t- in terms of the musical world? Because again, all this roundabout talent—you could step in and you're willing to take on anything. You think now we've got kind of got too specialized and so forth, where there aren't people doing that? Well, a lot of things that happened. One, the clubs all went away. That was your practice. That was your practice point because you got to watch the best who eventually everybody either went out and became superstars or whatever the case may be. You either watch the best, you could either sometimes even sit in with the best, and, uh, you know, you learn so much. You learn so much until you could become your own voice, so to speak. And uh, like you were talking about the versatilities and all the rest of that. But if you look back at all of the different concerts and everything else that used to happen back 60s, 70s, it was always uh, uh, a whole variety of different artists that would be on a bill. 
you know, yeah. like Tony would go out, he could go out with Cheech and Chong, and then the same, you could have Sly and the Family Stone, but then they would be with Mary Clayton, and they're opening for the Rolling Stones, because she had just finished doing the Gimme Shelter uh, wow. piece, and, you know, so forth and so on and so on. So it just, it just, it was just such a delight to have all those different um, musical um, 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 Touches. That's what right. I like to say. And, and you had it a, you had a place to be bad too, right? You know where you could go out and if you make mistakes, you hit it the exactly, next day. exactly. And you learn. And then we had contests too. You know, we were there were a lot of contests when we were coming up with the club time and the contest. You would win a gig. You would win. You would truly win a whole weekend gig if you won some of the different talent contests. So well, they made it. Thing. Yeah, it was a big thing. They made it. Made it. I mean, we were dressed and all yeah. that. It made it. Made a big thing, but. Um, in doing the background work, um, I was able to um, get with that. And then one thing led to another. And again, uh, helping with the influence of Richie and Betty and all them, they also really kind of helped open up a lot of doors as well. And from that point on, actually, even before Marilyn Billy, I was with Letta and Bulu. And at the time, Letta was the one who sang the song that, that was uh, uh, talked about going, going home um, on the Roots album with Quincy Jones. Wow. So Letta at the time was being produced by Herb Alfred, and that's who I went out with first. Oh, at, yeah. At well, A&M. He, yeah. yeah, he was the, kind of the person at oh, A&M, right? Oh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, bo- yeah both, of the, both of them, the two of them that were uh, over there at the time. And he and they were so kind and so nice. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, A&M was like a college, it was like yeah. going through UNLV or whatever. Everybody was just yeah. cool and they were helpful. And you never knew who you saw. Would, you know, you turn the corner and you'd run into George Harrison because he's, I don't know, going to see somebody or going to... Yeah do something or whatever. It was that, but it was that relaxed type of atmosphere that it was. It was amazing. Well, was and some of that of, really cool jazz and so forth and some of the, 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 the early roots of R&B, you know, you mentioned the Rolling Stones before. I mean, they came in, they pick up this stuff, right? Oh, and, absolutely. And, and, and integrate it absolutely. into their music, which absolutely. makes them the powerhouses absolutely. they are. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, there's, there's so many different uh, artists who give their whole careers you know, going back, you know, when they heard Sam Cooke and Otis Redding and all the rest of them. And uh, we had a place called the California Club that my husband was the head of the band at the time. And one of his bandmates that came in and he used to help to get work for was Jimi Hendrix. Oh. When Jimi came down from Seattle before he became the Jimi Hendrix that we know today. Because he, wow. they were all playing with Little Richard and so forth and so on. Because Little Richard, Ray Charles, and uh, a couple, and a, another gentleman who was worked in the post office had their own studios. At really? The time. Oh, oh, and I can Tina Turner. I can Tina Turner had their studio on La Brea. I forgot. Don't, don't want to miss them too. So you know, Los Angeles was cooking with gas. Yeah, it sure was. So what brought you out to Las Vegas? Well. 2008, we had a nine-piece band. We were doing all sorts of things. And then after that, it crashed. Nobody had any money to rehire nine pieces to do anything at that time. And, uh, and, and Tony and I wanted just to change anyway because Los Angeles was changing. It was too crowded. I love home, but it's too crowded. And, yeah. it's, and it's the smog and this and that and the other. I mean, it's still home. But... Um, we would never thought we would come to the Vegas either because, yeah. you know, we were working here. It was like, oh, I'll never, you know, I'll never come. I'll never live in Vegas. And, you know, being here 14 days at a time, like with Marilyn Billy at the Sands and the Aladdin, all that was great. But um, we came back and to reinvent ourselves. And that's what we did. We came here to reinvent ourselves, and we had a two-year 
uh, almost two and a half year um, residency at the Alexis Park, which we created that with a gentleman by the name of James Junkins, who became the hotel manager. And he heard our CD, Watch What Happens, liked and said, now that's the kind of music it would be kind of cool to, to do. And we created that whole spot to the point where we were even able to bring in a, a, a really great concert of Fourth of July that rained. John, you remember that? Fourth of <laughs> July that rained. But um, it was with Jeff Lorber and Gabriel Mark Hasselbach and, and um, um, Ron Powell with uh, Kenny G. And just, we had a, just a whole barrage full and... Um, uh, Jeff was just fantastic. He came, and, and uh, Tony and all them backed him. And it was, just, it was just a great, great experience. You know, it was fun. It was a fun. We called it Friday Night Live that eventually went into having a Saturday night um, event with all of the, uh, uh, we had all the, the Latin music thing that was going on. And that was with uh, our, my wonderful friend Rick, who was just, it just, just fantastic, Rick Arroyo, who brought his group in, and they used to just kill it on Saturday nights. Everybody's dancing and doing all that. It was great. But you guys, I mean, it's not just talent. People are listening to you go, wow, this person's happy. You've really had a great life, haven't you? I mean, when I've you had look a great at it. life. I have a great life. I've had a lot of loss, but <laughs> I've had a but I but my parents were so insightful. My grandparents in my grand my grandfather's um, favorite saying was, "Never be afraid to live." And I stick to that to this day. And my parents are always in my ears and my shoulders and everything else. And, and as, as time moved along and had to move them along and taking care of them and understanding what this and that and that was and seeing what, really what life was about and working and working yeah, now. Yeah. We're working. We're doing all that. Um, it made me stronger for what was to come. So as Tony and I moved around here and did so many things here and, and we continued to and had a great time. Um, uh, working uh, with, uh, with with so many different people. Kelly, of course, Kelly Clinton was one of them who we, we, we hooked up with, and Woody Woods. and There were so many people who were so gracious uh, to uh, bring this into their fold. More with Lisa Gay in a moment. Up now, Brett Maley of Pawn Stars presents the Vegas Art Minute. I know you say it's kind of like buying a used car. You want to buy it from someplace that's going to stand behind what they have, know what they've got, not cheat you, work with you, and so forth. Because there are charlatans out there, just like any other thing. What should they be looking for before they pick that, you know, gallery and so forth to work with? Well, I think the, the first thing they need to do is do their research to, to vet the entity. I mean, for example, just speaking to Art Encounter, my company, we've been in business 26 years. We've got an impeccable track record. We've dealt with everything from, you know, Renaissance art all the way through to contemporary decorative works. So you want to make sure who you're buying from is reputable. And again, if, if you have questions about that, as you mentioned, Stephen, uh, if you can reach out to somebody, be it a, you know, a, a certified appraiser or a dealer who is known to maybe help you answer some of those questions. I try to keep a, a real nice long uh, list of sources that I've come to trust through my 26 years in the business that I can refer people. Here's an auction house that's you know good, or here's a dealer that's good. So even if you're not here locally, you can always call Art Encounter and we can try to steer you in the right direction. Don't forget to check out Art Encounter on your next visit to Las Vegas, and you can do it the exclusive way by getting a hold of Brett and his people and setting up the executive VIP limousine service. These are for out-of-town clients. You can make Art Encounter part of your vacation with a complimentary executive VIP limousine service for the out-of-town guests. All you do is call 800 395 
800-395-2996 to schedule your visit. That's 800-395-2996. More with Lisa Gay in a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Hi folks, it's a holiday season with hope in the air. Things to look forward to and no time for despair. Health can be a challenge and so can the mail. So Get the Tea wants to help you by giving you a sale. Buy two months of Super Tea and get one month for free. No limit. That's buy two months of Super Tea and get one month free. That's a savings of 35 bucks. Where? GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Scroll down on the front page and find the buy two, get one free ad click it and save orders over a hundred dollars get free shipping send the gift of life change tea at getthetea.com we have many many non-gmo organic supplements just waiting for you this holiday season enjoy health and thanksgiving with getthetea.com want to call us 928-308-0408 that's 928-308-0408 getthetea.com is a proud sponsor of doing what's right that's getthetea.com Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. One of the joys of foreign film is experiencing vastly different worlds from the comfort of our easy chair. But this is no foreign film. The Iron Triangle, the setting for Raman Barani's Chop Shop, exists in the shadows of the old Shea Stadium in Queens, New York. It could just as easily have been set in any third world country. Observing this exotic world within our own borders has its own special reward. But the story within is just as powerful. Using no professional actors, Barani brings us the story of Ali, a 12-year-old who strives on the bottom rung of society. On his path to the American dream, Ali toils at the garage within which he lives. He sells counterfeit DVDs on the subway and snatches a purse now and then. A survivor, Ali glows when his teenage sister comes to live with him. He is a provider and proud of it. Strive as he may for worthy goals, he is crushed to see how his sister must supplement their meager income through her degradation. But he never mentions his sorrow. He simply works all the harder. 
He is all strength and backbone. He's America's future, and so we will remain strong. Chop Shop, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Visit us at IndieFilmMinute.com to share your thoughts, suggest films, or even to submit your own review. One in three adults in America have pre-diabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has my mind. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Bet he can't say that in reverse. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? <laughs> that is the case. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it, VitalVegas.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Lisa Gay, jazz singer and a keeper of the Liberace legacy in Vegas. There's two things in particular that you're doing that I find interesting. One is these tours over at, and I had heard a little about it, but again, people want to know as they come to visit Michael Jackson's place, which has a big history. Tell us a little about that, if you would. Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson revolves around Liberace. And uh, Liberace, of course, was one of the greatest, if not one of the greatest entertainers in Las Vegas, started his uh, his residency at the Riviera for $50,000 at the time. He was selling out concerts in Carnegie Hall and everywhere else for two, oh, by over 100,000 people, you know, when he's like 19 and 20 and all the yeah. rest of that. But, you know, Liberace is his own world. Um, the, and, and in regards to that, by the way, Liberace is turning 100 years next, next wow. well, 2019. He'll be 100 right. years, so we're planning a lot of things. But as part of the foundation... That is uh, uh, headed by uh, Jonathan Warren, who is also a, uh, uh, a native of Las Vegas as well, and also a consul to Monaco, I might want to add, and along with Paulina Sparkle Biggs, who is also consul to Chile. Well, they got together with the consul of El Salvador, that's Consul Iglesias, who actually has owned the home since mm -hmm. uh, the gentleman by the name of Hort Smith, who actually built it, um, uh, 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 had it before as he and as he passed um, then that's when he was going to Council Iglesias was going to go ahead and, and and actually sell it because he was like well okay well maybe I'll keep it maybe not and they got together and decided that the foundation would have its home there because years ago 
Liberace's original museum that was on was on Tropicana was shuttered, and of course his home, um, which is on Shirley, uh, was later on uh, uh, purchased by uh, a gentleman who went on ahead and had it renovated and everything else and does private events there. But there's no affiliation with um, the Liberace Liberace. Foundation. How getting back to Michael now? So in 2006, then Michael um, meets everybody and he says, "I." would like to rent this home because the home has an underground that Hort Smith, Michael Jackson, and Consul Iglesias all kept their art in at one time or another. And we're talking about a lot of art. We're talking about a lot of art. We're talking about crates and everything all over the place and whatnot, and it's just an absolutely huge, huge thing. Uh, I actually personally handled doing tours in the home, uh, it is at Liberace.com that anybody would want to go to. Okay, well, remember that. Liberace.com, Liberace.com just go enough. simple enough. Just go to Liberace.com, and it talks about the tours. And uh, in doing so, the tours, which are about two and a half, three hours, because the house is incorporated with not only Liberace, majority, of course, of Liberace's, yeah. but also of some of Michael's as well, because Liberace and Michael were good buddies on top of that. Wow. You know, the relationships were so huge. Well, I'm really then. glad you're doing that because I'm afraid that we're going to lose the connection with how important Liberace was to oh. this town. You know, those, he and Elvis Presley, it, it kind of frightens me a little as I talk to people. People are starting to forget, they're you know, beginning to forget, and they were so important and such. Great performers. Tell you an interesting thing. It was Liberace who did a, a photo stunt shot with Elvis Presley when, again, the powers that be at the time didn't want Elvis Presley in the showroom. Wow. There's a residency. So they swapped outfits and instruments, <laughs> and it became such a huge, huge, big, big blowing up thing. Elvis got his residency. Well, you know, we were talking before about. You know, people would make a joke about seeing Liberace, and then somebody, ah, okay, they'd go out as a goof. They'd sit there, and they'd be amazed at how entertaining this guy was. Oh, my goodness, yes. And and he did everything to go up on the top and the top and the top. That's why when Michael switched over, when he started and actually brought the music business up and with, with, with just himself, yeah. is that we should all remember that, too. Um, um, and he came out with the, you know, with the thriller and all the rest of that and so forth and so on, and the jackets and all the rest of that. Those were influences from Lee. Yeah. And we show yeah. you that. We show yeah. you the original um, costume that Lee had that Michael actually said, you know what, that's what I want. And Lee said, I tell you what, make it yours. And we also have another outfit that Prince said, that needs to be... Make it yours. And so he wore this particular outfit, which you see, with different things, of course, um, on American Bandstand when he made his American Bandstand um, appearance. And that influence, again, was from Liberace, from Lee. It's not well, my business. And everybody you talk to, everybody, if they had any connection with him whatsoever, everybody liked him. He was just a great guy. And somebody who could turn around and get on a television show. You know, he won two Emmys for his television show. And he was one of the first to even do the type of uh, sequences and things that he had. And he ended up just going on ahead and um, leaving because time to make some more money. <laughs> now, we look at television money now, right? Time to make some more money. Got to go. Got to go. But um, he was one of the most generous and, and, and just knew how to play that audience and, uh, and, 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 just, and understood that it was, things were limitless. 
Yeah. Life, and, and so in looking at life, life is limited because we don't know what our times, you know, are going to be about. We don't know what's happening with all of that. And for me personally, my greatest, my greatest, my greatest outlook is always about putting smiles on people's faces. Well, you certainly have put smiles on us here today. Lisa, let's tell people, first of all, the Liberace stuff, where do they go? Go to Liberace.com. And we also have a light lunch we give you, too, at the end of that tour. And we bring you in on Lyft. Well, we, we, so it's, it's all It's, it's a winner. It's all good. It's, it's yep. all good. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And then if they want to see you, and I suggest that highly, uh, the dispensary, what do they do? I'm a regular at the dispensary. You can just check the calendar, or you can go to Facebook. If you're on Facebook, under Lisa Gay, you can go there, or you can go to Reverb Nation. I'm on that. It's, it's still Lisa Gay, Tony Drake, and the Gentleman of Thrill. It's a long name, but if you start typing in Lisa Gay, it'll come up in Reverb Nation. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll show its way because I'm working on a website. I just, you know, just kind of been... Um, taking care of myself and getting myself good and healthy and everything. That's good. So, the, so now I'm 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 sticking my nose and and doing and doing it so forth and so on. But yeah. um, it all comes together. And we also include the Liberace uh, garage too, the car oh, garage okay. where his famous Rolls Royce, which was the biggest Rolls Royce ever built, that he had that he rolled up on stage. It's one of the most famous ones that you will see that is uh, at the. Uh, Car Museum as well, Hollywood Cars Museum. By We're going to do all that, Lisa. Thank you so much. Uh, real joy. We hope to have you on again. Thank you. I would look forward to doing all of that and bringing all my fun stuff with me yet again. Well, thanks for listening. Next week, you'll meet John Katz of the Las Vegas Review-Journal, a great way to start out 2019. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi wishing you a very happy new year and reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.